Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. Well, we did it. We've come to the end of the book of Acts. And for those of you who have been along for the ride the entire time, thank you so much. I hope Day by Day serves as a blessing in your life and that it draws you closer and closer to Jesus Christ as He is revealed in God's Word. And I hope that you will continue to stay with us. Just because we're finishing up the book of Acts today doesn't mean we're finished. We're going to keep diving into God's Word to see His glory. So be sure to, turn, to tune in on Monday to LifeWord's Facebook page. Like it and share it. So here's where Paul found himself at the end of Luke's writing. He's on house arrest, but had the freedom to have visitors. So as soon as he was settled into his new place, he asked the local Jewish leaders to come so he could make his defense to them. He wanted to let them know that he had done nothing wrong regarding the Jewish faith. It appears that the Jews didn't really want to be connected favorably with Paul. They call Christianity a sect, and they make mention that they've only heard negative things about it, but that they would be interested in hearing his side of the story. So they set up a day for him to do this, and then listen to what the text says. Acts chapter 28, verse 23. When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in great numbers, and from morning till evening he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. This initial study that Paul had with the Jewish leaders, it was no coffee shop study. He taught and preached from morning till evening, proving and pleading with people to believe in Christ. And when some of them wouldn't believe, he called them dull and deaf and blind. But he also kept on preaching. Anytime anyone showed up at his door, he welcomed them in and witnessed to them about the things of God and his son. Paul was always fighting for the gospel. And several times over the last few chapters, we've seen the same word describe Paul's preaching. It's described as bold. He didn't back down from presenting a clear gospel and pressing people to believe. He didn't back down from calling out sin and unrighteousness and selfishness. Being bold doesn't equal being rude. In this case, it simply means to bring the whole word of God to bear on the whole of man. And in my opinion, we could use a little more boldness in our preaching. That doesn't mean blood vessels popping and sweat flying all around. But it does mean saying exactly what the text says and pressing it in on our lives. God's not afraid of his reaction. God's not afraid of his word and the reaction it's going to have on other people. He doesn't want to be taken off the hook for what he has said. So say it. Say it to yourself. Preach it to yourself. And pray for your pastor to preach it without apology Sunday after Sunday. And we will continue to pray that you walk with Jesus day by day. When you pray today, please remember Sirapong Yaobang, our missionary in Thailand. Also remember the Vi Life Word broadcast in Liberia and Sierra Leone.